What's up, everybody, and happy 2020. You already know who it is. It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle. And today, it's actually just one half of your draft queens. Michelle is joining our regularly scheduled episode, which is dropping at the end of this week. Uh, But today, we have a little surprise for you guys. We took a nice hiatus before getting back into the new decade. We hope you guys are also feeling refreshed, that you're ready to take on the new year, get into the NFL playoff season, and also NCAA bowl season. And so we know that there's a ton of NFL playoff chatter that we have to get to. It won't be today, but we have something that's potentially just as good, if not better. But do stay tuned for a new episode coming later this week. But to start off your new year the right way, we wanted to drop an extra special episode for you today on a Monday. I know we never do that, but we just had to. And the reason is we love story time. You guys already know if you haven't already listened to some of our storytelling episodes, go back to episode 10, our Thanksgiving show, where we talk about Thanksgiving football and how that came to be. We also have, for all you basketball fans, a special episode, episode three and a half on the Charlotte Hornets and how they came to be, and also the New Orleans Pelicans. But today, we have to stay in the New Year's spirit. So we're going to do a little bit of storytelling for you guys about everyone's and hopefully all football fans' favorite New Year's Day tradition. That's right. We're telling you the story of college football bowls. So let's start where any good story should start. The very beginning. We'll take you back to how college bowl games first even began, to the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl. If you're a college football fan, you've probably already heard of the Rose Bowl. And believe it or not, the Rose Bowl wasn't really about football at all in the beginning. Football was only added to the program in 1902 to help fund the cost of the Rose Parade. Yes, the Rose Parade, not the Rose Bowl that didn't exist yet. But what is the Rose Parade, you might be asking? As it turns out, it was actually an effort made by the folks of sunny Pasadena, California, to promote the city's charm and beautiful weather. In the winter of 1890, city members were busy brainstorming ways to promote the Mediterranean of the West, quote, as they called it. And they came up with an idea they'd invite some East Coasters to a mid-winter holiday right on January 1st, where they could come and watch games like chariot races, jousting, foot races, polo, tug of war, and even ostrich races, all under the warm California sun. And it was the abundance of fresh flowers, even in the middle of winter, that prompted the idea for a parade. The parade would proceed all of the competitions, and entrants would decorate their carriages with hundreds of blooms. Think of it sort of like the opening ceremony for the Olympics. But the Californians wanted to make the day even bigger and better. And so, 12 years after the Rose Parade was founded in 1890, they added the very first Rose Bowl football game to the program, played on January 1st, 1902. 
And this was the start of a century-long tradition of New Year's Day bowl games. So even with a 49-0 blowout, with Michigan beating Stanford in this first inaugural bowl game, the attraction gained such quick attention and popularity that they decided to officially name the Rose Bowl in 1923 just that, the Rose Bowl, along with a brand new finished Rose Bowl stadium right in Pasadena. So that's how it all started. And now that we have our history lesson, let's fast forward to today. What are college football bowls and how do they work? That's right after the break. So now we know where college bowls came from, starting with the Rose Bowl. But today, the New Year's Six, a.k.a. the NY Six, are the top six major NCAA Division I football bowl games. Those are the Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Orange Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, the Peach Bowl, and the Fiesta Bowl. And the New Year's Six represents six of ten of the oldest bowl games currently played in the Division I-A level, which is the top ranking of the NCAA college athletic tiers. These six bowl games rotate hosting the college football playoffs. There are two playoff semifinal games, which then determine the teams that play in the national championship game, the finals. The rotation is set on a three-year cycle with the following pairings. So these pairs always play together in the semifinals. That's the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl together, the Orange Bowl and the Cotton Bowl together, and the Fiesta Bowl and the Peach Bowl together. Using official college football playoff rankings, the selection committee first seeds and then pairs the four top teams to play those two games, those two bowl games. Then they determine the participants for the other four non-playoff New Year's Six Bowls that are not hosting the semifinals that year, also referred to as the Selection Committee Bowl Games. Combined, these six games focus on the top 12 teams in the rankings. So in all, 12 schools are selected for these major top-tier bowls, required to include the champions of the Power Five conferences. And those conferences are the ACC, the Big Ten, the Big 12, the Pac-12, and the SEC. And then, in addition, the highest-ranked champion from the Group of Five conferences, which are the American, Conference USA, MAC, Mountain West, and Sunbelt, are guaranteed a berth if the group's top team is not in the playoffs. Okay, and if your head is spinning, don't worry. I know it's a lot of information, but let's put it all in scope for where we are today. January 6th, 2020, it's a Monday, so here's who's competing this year and where we're at. So remember how we mentioned that only two bowls, one pair of bowls, are played for the college football playoff semifinals. So that's the top four ranked teams. So this year, that pairing of bowls was the Peach Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl. And 
the rankings or the seeds for this year were LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, and Oklahoma as the top four seeded spots in that order. So here's how it broke down. Let's start with the Peach Bowl, which happened on December 28th, where number one ranked LSU spanked number four ranked Oklahoma. They won 63-28 to over Oklahoma. They broke all sorts of crazy records with an epic offensive performance from LSU. If you're looking for a highlight game to go watch before going into the finals, I would highly suggest going and watching Joe Burrow run train on the Oklahoma defense. Um, But following the Peach Bowl was the Fiesta Bowl, which was the second of the two semifinal bowls where number three Clemson beat number two Ohio State 29 to 23. Fairly close. So effectively, that now leads us to where we are today. We have our national championship game. This year, it is falling on next Monday, January 13th, which is why we're dropping this one week in advance so you know what to expect for all of these bowl games. And the winner of the Peach Bowl, which was LSU, and the winner of the Fiesta Bowl, Clemson, are now facing off in this national championship. So if you've heard the names Joe Burrow, who I just mentioned, if you've heard of Trevor Lawrence floating around the football stratosphere out there, has gone fairly viral because of his long blonde locks and um, very striking face, I guess you could say. It's probably because they're two of the buzziest quarterbacks in the NCAA. Their matchup is supposed to be electric, so... I really don't exactly know who will win. I don't know if I have a dog in the fight just yet. Something to keep in mind is that Clemson has been in the big game three of the last five years. So we'll see if they end up pulling out a W or if we can expect an LSU upset. Not really sure if it would be an upset at this point just because of how dominant they've been this year, but something to look out for. So with all of that in mind, guys, that's where we are for today. January 6th, in terms of bowl games. We know who to expect in the big game and national championship. And today, even this year, we had four other bowl games that were played kind of just for fun. So because it's something that we look forward to every year as a staple in our football culture, we couldn't help but bring you the true story behind why college bowls even started with the Rose Bowl and where we are this year in 2020 to round out the college season. So if you want to check out our Instagram account, at the Draft Queens, we'll have some visuals to go with today's breakdown so you know who's who, who's Joe Burrow, who's Trevor Lawrence, how do the different seeds shake out, and what do those matrices look like. So go check us out on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Draft Queens. And if you enjoyed today's storytelling, go rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. It takes 30 milliseconds. I'm not even kidding you. Just jump on in the app on Apple Podcasts. You scroll down to the bottom and you click on five stars and that's it. And if you feel like you want to write a review, we would so appreciate you guys. So as always, thank you for your earballs. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We hope you had a healthy, happy start to the new year and we will be back with you end of this week for our normally regularly scheduled Draft Queens episode.
fall 